What would it look like to stand in the eye of the storm and not be moved? To show up to your life without shame. Freedom is available right here, right now, in the home of your good body. But how do you find this freedom if no one ever showed you how? Or if your body never felt like a safe place to be? Living well is your right and is accessible to every son or daughter of the king. Regardless of your past, your pant size, or your physical ability, are you ready to learn how to live whole in a messy world? If the answer is yes, Live Well Training is for you. Download a packet for Live Well Training today. That's right, Revelation Wellness. If you've ever felt drawn to our instructor training program, but you're not interested in teaching fitness classes, Live Well Training is for you. This Christ-centered discipleship and wellness training will teach you how to live whole in a messy world and lead others to do the same. And you'll become a Live Well Coach equipped to use physical and mental health practices to lead others to pursue a wholehearted faith. All of the information is in the show notes. Just swipe up. In today's Revving the Word, we'll be moving our bodies while we train our minds, hearts, and souls to follow after Jesus. Thanks so much to our donors for making this podcast possible. Don't forget to rate and review us in all the places and leave us a message on SpeakPipe. We love hearing from you and we listen to every one of them. Just swipe up to do that. Ready or not, here we go. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. All right, friends, take a deep breath. Inhale on purpose. Exhale like you've got purpose because you do. Hi, I'm Elisa Keaton. Founder Revelation Wellness, and always so excited to jump into God's Word with you and move our bodies together. However, you are moving, you're doing it right. Do it with purpose. That's why we connect back to the breath. If you at any moment feel anxious or heavy-hearted, take a breath, pause, pause for the cause of remaining whole. All right, so Revelation Wellness, this podcast on Mondays, revving the word, it means we're going to move our bodies, however you're moving, you're doing it right. And as we move, our body does this really cool thing, creates all kinds of good chemistry, helps us, I really think like it helps us clear the cobwebs, blow the dust off so we can think a little more focused. And that's what happens when we get our heart rate up. There's a hormone called norepinephrine and acetylcholine. They help you focus. So we're going to focus our heart, our mind, our soul, and our ability to be God, to be one with God. 
because our God is one. He's not scattered, anxious, worried. He knows what he's doing. So we're going to get into his battle plan today. So right now, on a scale of 1 to 10, want your effort level to, effort level to be a 5. Okay? You're right in the middle, between a 1 to a 10. You could give more, and you could give less. You could go either way. Out of five, your activity is consistent. So anything one to four, just living your life through the day. Activity of daily living. Right now, moving on purpose with a purpose. And as we move, we're going to hear God's word. We're going to ask the Holy Spirit to teach us. So let's do that right now. Let's pray. God, thank you for not leaving us like orphans. Not only did you not leave us like orphans, you gave us an inheritance. And that inheritance is the Holy Spirit, your presence in us guarding us, keeping us in the ways of God, drawing us near to you, where we can seek you and find you. So come Holy Spirit, teach us in this time, comfort us, convict us. Only you can do it in a way that does not condemn us. So come, deal with us. Would you say that? Deal with me, Holy Spirit. Train me, Holy Spirit. The presence of God. And God only do I want most. In Jesus' name, amen. Our teaching text today is Psalm 24. As I read it, think in pictures. And then we're going to hang out on verse 7. Here we go. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? And who shall stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart who does not lift up his soul to what is false and does not swear deceitfully. He will receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of salvation. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek the face of the God of Jacob, Selah. Lift your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates, and lift them up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. 
He is the King of glory. Selah. As you may have guessed, the title of this psalm is The King of Glory. That's all I want to do today. <laughs> Let's just focus on the King of Glory. This is so crucial to our health, our well-being, our living in good health as it goes well with our soul. It's to remember He is the point. He's the point. When you find yourself believing but feeling hopeless or believing but feeling worried, believing but feeling stuck, friend, you're looking to your own glory. Look to the King, the King of glory. The earth belongs to God. We belong to God. That's what this psalm is saying. David, author of this song, we know. You know what made him a man after God's own heart? It wasn't that he was a man of war. It was that he was a man of worship. No matter what, in the highs and the lows, in the obedience and in the disobedient moments, he gave God glory. He returned back to God, and this pleases God's heart. Worshippers are those who return again and again and again to remember He is the King of glory. We can approach God because we've been cleansed. The Word of God cleanses us when we let it penetrate our hearts. Jesus tells his disciples, you have been cleansed because of my word. When we hear the words of God, we're compelled to worship God, not our circumstances, not our own cares and anxiousness of this world. So today, I'm just gonna look to the King of Glory. Who is this King of Glory? Move your body and say that. Let's start to move towards a six and a seven. Now you start to relax your jaw. You start to relax your shoulders. Make space. And lift the corners of your mouth just a bit. Y'all know I talk body language. 
So I'm going to be talking to your body a lot because your body talks to your brain, which tells your mind a better story, then fills your soul the appetites of heaven. And we're made one with God. Alright, verse, verse 6 says, Such is the generation of those who seek Him. What is this such? They receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from God. Those who seek Him are blessed, friends, and their kids, and their kids' kids. Come on. <laughs> Did you know right now, you are doing generational warfare. <laughs> That'll open your eyes, your eyes up and widen your perspective. You're doing warfare in your worship. Who is this King of Glory? Stay a good seven. Moderate intensity feels good. You can give God praise. You got to give him some praise. Come on, what a gift. <laughs> All right, friends, we're going to camp out for a bit on verse 7. You know why? I don't know. I, maybe it's the selfish teaching today but when I'm feeling depressed when I am feeling hopeless or fearful basically I know I'm I'm far from God and it happens because we are anxious and worried about many things when only one thing is needed And that's, this is why we give thanks for the Holy Spirit. He comes for us. He pursues us. He's here to frustrate our flesh. So when I can tell I'm frustrated, I'm frustrated with God, I'm frustrated with people, I'm not feeling holy. I will hear this in my head. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors. It's as if the Holy Spirit saying to me, lift your head, come here, like a coach. Like I'm out on the field and I took a hit, got the wind knocked out of me. And it's like the Holy Spirit shows up, takes me off the field, grabs me, looks me in the face, and says, lift up your head. Lift up. Lift up your heads, O gates. Be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory 
may come in. Friends, we have to remember, what are we doing here on Earth? We are here to reveal the Father's heart, to reveal the kingdom just like Jesus did. So this, lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors. Feels like a, a plight and a battle plan for which we continually need the strategies of heaven. Our plight is to stay near God, seeking and coming to God when everything in this world is noisy, scary, disheartening and disappointing. Your battle plan, get to God. Get to Him, get back to Him. Why? Because He's coming back. And this whole life is preparing us for our future reality, where we will live and dwell with God. God Himself will be our light. No need for the sun, no need for the moon. So it is best practice to start doing now what you will do forever. Be with God. Be with God. Get back to Him. like an invitation to a party. Go. No have to here. It's all a get to. It's all an offering of sacrifice and praise. When we pray, when we pray, this song is a temple entry song and it's not about the people entering the temple but about the Lord entering his temple again back to focusing on him and not us God wants to fill his temple friends your body is the temple this is why Jesus could save the religious leaders. See those pretty buildings? See those temples? I'm gonna tear those down. And in three days, I'm gonna resurrect something even better. Now, these were temples that were exonerated, beautiful, took years and years to build. And Jesus can say, yeah, those are coming down. And I'm going to build something even better. I'm going to give you something even better.
Now you and I, house and host the living God. So this psalm is a temple entry song. Could we right now just open our hearts and say, King of glory, come on in. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors. All right, so some of you might be thinking, what gives with the gates and the doors, Elisa? Right? Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors. David's talking to them like they are people, like they're animated objects. So when we hear it, it's strange. But can you get a picture of it in your head? If a gate had a head, it lifted itself up. If, it, if a door could lift, it would lift. Right? We only know these as objects, inanimate objects that we push against or pull against to access. But David is doing a little creative writing and saying, gates lift up, doors lift up. Why gates and why doors? Gates represent the entryway and doors represent the access way. The entry is the starting point. Now David is also referring to the temple that existed in this time. And the furthest boundary line out for people to come into the temple were the gates. A wall with gates. The wall is a wall. The wall is immovable. The wall is there to keep the enemies out. But every wall had a gate where people could come in. Man, that'll preach right there. God is for a wall, as long as you have a gate. God is for a boundary line, as long as you have a gate. It's an entryway into the presence of God. It's the beginning place of getting into His presence. That's a gate. The boundary line between the outside world and the inside world of the kingdom. The access point. Of the boundary line is that gate. And as a temple, listen to me, your body is the boundary line. Everyone right now, tap your thighs, tap your arms, Tap your belly, tap your chest. This is your boundary line. Your body is the boundary line. And we have ultimate control over what's going on inside of us. It's true. We, under the reign of the Holy Spirit, 
We have authority to subdue and take dominion. Anything that's going on inside this temple. So if you lack self-control, you need to do a little bit of inventory in the temple. Who let that spirit of demonic oppression in? Where did that forbidding spirit come from? Drive it out in Jesus' name. Get as close to the Holy of Holies and touch his garment. Psalm 100 says to enter his gates with thanksgiving. All right, now we're going to get embodied here. Lift up your heads, O gates. Right now, everyone, like literally, lift your head. Open your body to the Lord's presence because it's where he wants to dwell. Let him in. Let the King of Kings come in. Lift your head. It literally means your head. That thing, that 11-pound thing on the top of your head, your shoulders, lift it right now. Because think about it. Your head has portal points to your body, access points. Your eyes, your ears, your mouth, and your nose. Those are all open holes. <laughs> I know it's kind of weird, but it's true. It's the input place. Things are coming in through your eyes. Things are coming in through your ears. Things are coming in and going out through your mouth. And your nose. Breathe. Right now, lift up your head, O gates. Your gate, your entryway. Listen, your hand did not receive the information about who Jesus was. Your brain received it because your eyeballs and your ears took in that information. The gates were opening them. When you heard about Jesus, your eyes and your ears took in that information. Come on. Maybe with your eyes, you saw a man or woman preaching the gospel with authority and there was something different on them. Raise your hand if you want something different to rest on you. That when you open your mouth, gates lift if you want that tell them you want that who is this king of glory the Lord strong and mighty the Lord mighty in battle Come on, y'all, he is a man of war. He's coming back. And the next time he comes, he will not be carrying lambs around his shoulders. 
He will come like a man of war. So start doing now what you will do forever. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Everyone, put out the welcome mat. Open your hands. That's your welcome mat. God, come on in. Come on. God to tell you to come back from an aid a while ago, but I don't care what you are right now. Give them yourself. Give them your whole self. Embody faith, hope, love. His presence. Be swallowed up by it right now in Jesus' name. All infirmity leaves you right now in Jesus' name. Blood disorders leave in Jesus' name. Mental health rises and mental disease leave in Jesus' name. Lift up your heads, roll out the mat. Come on in, God. Be here, stay here. up your head some of you all of you stop right now lift your head as the gate it is the access point the portal points the opening to hear and taste and see it all happens up there in your head friends again you didn't believe the word with your hand your hand and your feet, your arms, your legs, they're responding to what your head lifted towards. Lift your head, open your hands, take a breath. Now just recover, move any way you want. The gates, lift up your heads, oh gates. This is why I hear this. Whenever I'm feeling down, I'll hear the Holy Spirit brush the dust off me and say, lift up your head, oh gate. Elisa, you've let some trash in. You're looking at stuff that's distracting you. You're listening to stuff that's distracting you. You're saying things that I'm not saying. Eyes, ears, mouth, and nose. What is it with the nose? Can I encourage you right now as you're cooling down? Try to nostril breathe. In other words, close your mouth and breathe through your nose. Little side note. I've been practicing a lot more being a nostril breather. Truth is, I'm pretty much a mouth breather. My son is a mouth breather. You know a mouth breather? Because their lips are dry. You can train yourself 
to breathe more through your nose, and actually it's better for you. It's better for your facial structure, for the deeper sleep. We were made to be nostril breathers, breathing primarily through our nose with our mouths resting shut. So a gate that's lifted up has a mouth that's closed. So breathe through your nose. Because some of you go, well, if I close my mouth, I can't breathe. Then you need to practice breathing through your nose. And when you breathe through your nose, anatomically, your tongue has to rest in the top of your roof palate. It rests up there. That's where your tongue belongs when it's not being used to speak. I call that resting my sword in its sheath. I practice this a lot in meetings. I want to be a listener more than a speaker. So close my mouth, rest my tongue in the roof of my mouth, and I don't have to press my lips together, just rest them together and breathe through the nose. It's a way that I'm saying, God, I'm yours. My head is lifted. I'm here to be a servant and not be served. I'm a worshiper, God. I will only use my tongue to praise you. That's a lifted gate. Now let's talk about a lifted up door. Friends, gates are the entryway, the access point of the boundary line to get through the boundary line. But doors are access. When I go through a door, I'm now in a more intimate place. A door belongs in a house. A gate belongs outside. I don't have doors outside my house. I have gates outside my house. In my house, I have doors. Jesus calls himself the door. Jesus is the door of the sheep, John 10, 17. And in Revelation 3.20, he says he stands at the door and knocks. The door is knocking on the door. He wants in to your heart. Your heart. Being a disciple is a heart call, not a head call, not a body call. He'll summons your body towards him, but he wants your heart because it's the center of everything. This is why our enemy likes to keep us up in our heads, arguing, debating, gaining knowledge, thinking if we have knowledge, more knowledge, then we can obey. Uh-uh. It's from the heart. Let your heart speak. Because where your treasure is, there is your heart. The treasure that we have in us is the presence of God through the Holy Spirit. 2 Corinthians 4 talks about the treasure in the jars of clay. We house God. 
And since our hearts are the center of everything, that's the best place to house God. Put Him in your heart. And y'all, our bodies, they represent the glory of God. They are the fingerprint of God. Their representation, even how it's designed, is a shadow of God. Your heart is the center of your life. My husband is a police officer. If he wants to kill someone, he doesn't shoot the hand, the leg, the arm. Uh-uh. Goes right for the heart. If his life's in danger and it's him or another, the heart. So the enemy aims for our heart. Put your heart back in the treasure that is God. Right now, I want you to get a picture. See the treasure chest? Put your heart in it and put that treasure back into your body. That's what the gates and the doors are protecting. The King of glory living in you, living with you. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. Let's say this verse together. Psalm 24, 7. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Say it again. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Come on in, God. Make yourself at home. This is your dwelling place. This is my boundary line. My gates are open to you. My eyes, my ears, my mouth, my nostrils. They're open to you, God. Come on in. Settle yourself into my heart. Oh, ancient door, be lifted up. We love you, God. Thank you for this time. Thank you for an embodied message. We give you our gates and our doors. Dwell. Day. Make yourself at home. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, thank you, friends, for being here. Thank you for being a partner. If your monthly partnership blesses us more than you'll know. If you're not a partner yet, swipe up. Give what you can. Send this mission forward. We love you guys. See you next time. Peace.